0: Yo, yo, Welcome to another episode of Fuck Your Feelings. I'm your host, Brunson. We got the crew on the line today, who is uh, excited here for our Black Vote Awareness <laughs> Series. Um, this is our last episode that we're going to have in this series, and I thank everybody else for joining us. We're going to introduce the crew out here. We're going to start off with the boy, Smitty. What's going on? What up, what up, what up? We got Miss Lake on the line. How you doing, Miss Lake?
1: Hey, I'm blonde. How are you?
0: I'm well. The boy, King Keys, aka Hot Spots
2: what up dog
0: and last but certainly not least the boy mr k how you doing sir what's up what's good people y'all right out there doing well? Chilling. hey look i changed this nigga king keen, Keenan name um, to hot uh,
2: spots hot spots hot spots 3.0
0: uh, all right cool 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 so we're gonna jump right into this so uh, in our last series from the black voter where in this series in our last episode, we want to talk about economic viability and what the things we want to address in this is just addressing the wealth gap between African American community and the rest of the world, predominantly the, the, the 1%, which is, you know, uh Caucasian Americans. So I'm going to start off with, Smitty, let's start off with you. What would you like to see change in regards to addressing the wealth gap and correcting, you know, or helping boost the African American community towards a more economical, viable situation?
3: I would like to see, um, from a uh, f- to address the wealth, ga- wealth, wealth gap. Ooh, that's going to be t- tough for me. This, 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 this show. <laughs> um, I would like to see. I would like to see more collaboration between black black businesses and bl- uh, between each other, you know what I'm saying, where uh, if I'm a general contractor, all my subcontractors are black, right? And um gotcha. I would like I would like to see that kind of happen so you start in the small business arena uh-huh. because if we all get money, you know, we can we can sure that we can make that gap smaller. But I also would like to see black excellence in that as well, right? Where, you know, that contractor is tied to black excellence and he hires subcontractors that have excellent work and excellent work in history. So that, because what happens is, you know, you got, and this sounds, this is going to sound fucked up, but in a sea of good working um black businesses you got those small one percent of black businesses that fuck up and those are the fuck up ones that we always interact with (laughs) and we have a bad experience with them and so that means that nobody wants to deal with them right and uh and if i if we can get if we can get a group of us to kind of start to pull that black excellence you always work with like if you're a baker you know, like, well, there's got to be a black flower uh, producer, you know what I'm saying? That make flour. you know, like, like just kind of, you know, then, Hey, where you get your flour from? I get my flower from this guy. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like we can start to do that and and work with our own work within our own confines of, of our own community.
0: Okay. Thank you, sir. Like, what about you? What would you like to see addressed in the wealth gap Um, especially with the housing market gap, like what would you like to see regarding to, you know, more black communities having available housing to them to grow, to learn more economical resources? What are some of the things you'd like to see?
1: Well, I think it all goes back to education and what you're taught. You know, um, I was just sitting there before we started the show and I was listening to Smitty and Hotspot talk. Right. And they're talking about the housing market and equity and refinancing and things of that nature. And really in our community, we don't even learn that we're owning by owning property. We have wealth within that property Mm -hmm. and how to utilize it or how to um, take that money out. Like we were talking about taxes being rolled into your mortgage. No one's teaching us to pay your taxes on your own, to invest that extra thousand dollars into a, a market or a product or yourself or anything, you know, so it's like before we can even get to the point where we're working together and providing um, different services, we have to go back to the basis. I was just thinking like when um, Smitty mentioned having like a baker and somebody that provide flour. You know, good and fucking well, we provide no fucking flour, not that kind of flour anyway. You know what I mean? We're not even learning how to get into those industrialized businesses that we can actually provide real materials to one another. You know what I mean? We still at the bottom basics of running lucrative businesses. And most of them are considered small businesses. No, no, you don't have too many large, largely owned. Organizations or corporations that's ran by Black people, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to go back to the education. What what makes this person wants to make flour or provide w- cable wiring um, for computers or different metals or um, things that can really make real money where we can have an impact into our community? Because selling weave and lashes and shit, you know, outfits mm-hmm. that's not providing no real economic stability in any of our communities you know yeah it's true so i would like to go back um i was just listening to um the author of rich dad poor dad um his name skips my mind right now but it's like our educational system teach us how to be Be employees and how not to how just to work we don't we don't have a wealthy mindset and we mm. damn sure aren't teaching that in the African-American communities. The parents aren't teaching, even those of us who are running our own businesses. You know, a lot of times you don't see the kids working with their parents like you used to back in the day. Mm. I was made to work with my mom and her brother when they were running their own family business. You know, you don't even see that these days. So we have to go back to the basics.
0: OK, thank you for that. Uh, uh, who Who I want to go next? Mr. K. I'm gonna go with you, sir. So what are, what are your thoughts in regards to the wealth gap and, and what we need to do to address it to make the African-American community uh, more a viable economic power?
4: Um, I agree with what a lot of people said. Um, I do disagree with a little a little bit about the education. I think that a lot of us do know, we just don't know the resources that are there. Um, us finding out, so like, I recently found out this year that there's a collective of uh, black hotel owners, and I didn't know, but these they've existed for like 20 years, and they passed on this business to their families. And I think that those things are out there. We just gotta recognize what is out there. So, like us at the end of end of our podcast, recognizing uh, black businesses, I think it's there. The education's there. I just think we need to as a uh, community need to know what is out there what what resources are out there and it sets a good example for others that want to develop that that type of business so that they can reach out to those that have done it and succeeded in it so that they learn how to uh, continue to grow it because what you need is a strong foundation that's what's going to keep these these platforms and these, businesses up and running <laughs> is having a strong foundation so that they can grow up off it and make more and then create their own resources and basically make their own community so like like Tulsa where everything was there you had the black movie theaters you had the banks everything uh-huh. and I think now if if we're not scared to do it and we think not have automatically come to the conclusion that it's just going to be torn apart and we just stand behind it and we know the resources I think that those things won't become extinct and they'll become more prominent thank you
0: so I mean and and I agree with you right so I think there is a lot of information out there it's just never passed down as well, how we kind of would like it to be or it's not readily accessible to have those resources you know i myself have came into you know just uh, just finding out that there were you know economic development corporations who non-profit entities who a whole business and whole job is to help small businesses or help businesses find resources to keep them viable and so i think that kind of information is definitely needed especially needed to be handed down to those entrepreneurs and businesses in the black community to help spread that knowledge and that wealth, you know, to keep those businesses up and running and, and going well, uh, Mr. No oh, way. I well, before King, King. So like,
3: like, wait, 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 I don't like, okay. I have to say something. So Mr. K, you disagreed with, with, with Lake about education, but then you, but then you basically said the same, like when these resources needs to be, be known right like these like people need to be educated on these resources and 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 things like that like how's that not education
4: i'm sorry i need to clarify what i was disagreeing with was that that it's these things weren't out there that these resources aren't out there particularly out there that not everybody knows and that these things aren't particularly passed on Um, that's what I was kind of disagreeing where I, where I was saying that I believe that these things are out there. And I also believe that they are being passed on. We just not, we just don't know it. We don't have the resources to know where these things are.
0: Boy, King Keys, what's, what's your thoughts?
2: All right. Well, I have two parts, um, education and, um, opportunity with education. I feel like it needs to start from, you know, middle school about how to manage your finances and to get kids acclimated to paying bills and what comes with owning a house. Like with my son, I'm like, hey man, first of the month, let's go change that air filter. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Go and do this. Oh, we got to put this together. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you get your kids acclimated to doing those type of things, knowing, you know, you got to pay taxes, you got to pay your bills on time for your credit and how it affects, you know, getting a home later or a car, you know? So I feel like it has to start there. I feel like in high school, it definitely should be a course on finances um, because a lot of us, you know, you get 18, you get that credit card, you use it, don't pay it. And then it was only $200. Now you're paying 500 when you're 23. Like, damn, why do that?
0: I mm-hmm. did. I fucked
2: mine up. I had a $1,500 limit. So I feel like uh, education there and education as far as introducing us to these different types of industries you know like right now you know i'm into the uh, remote control cars a hobby grade and i'm like five years ago it wasn't a lot of black folks and so then i'm seeing it's a lot of brothers in the hood that's doing it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and this is like an introduction to like engineering like when i go and have to fuck with these you gotta fuck with gears and know the math and you know you're working with your hands and it's racers in the rc world that get endorsed that make money you know, we don't have to just be in basketball or whatever, you know, go in and and experience things. So I think education there and getting exposed to different things and opportunities, I feel like needs to be an even playing field for uh, blacks. But I'll just say minorities, everyone needs a, a, an even playing field. Um, so, you know, I sh- I, if I want to go into the RC world, I should be, a- be able to get in no problem as long as I'm good. Um, and then as a, a small business owner. I feel like there should be grants um, available um, to go and start a business. You know, if I'm able to go and sustain on my own, that means I don't have to come to the government for anything. You know what I'm saying? I won't need you. So, you know, assist me to get myself right. There, and I'm good. You know,
0: so, and so like you, go ahead. Go ahead. Like.
1: I was going to say just to jump in there. For one, we can't go back. So it has to start with us. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're doing the RC, RC, am I saying that correct? Remote control. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're doing the RC thing, then your son should be right with you. I had noticed um, what me doing the photography thing, you know, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: I have to have King with me like as a best boy, Mm -hmm. you know, and every now and then I let him take a shot and I put his signature on there so he can have a skill that I'm working as a business.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: a lot of times we skip that somewhere, mm. you know, but it also goes back to things that I see that we're people forget to do. And I'm not saying anybody on this panel, but like simply counting change, mm-hmm. stop relying on on
2: that card. Having on your kids device. be able to know, oh, the know car, they, right. they change because a lot of kids they'll just get it and I'm like man look you gonna count that
0: somebody, <laughs> yeah but I think that's you. a miss I think that's a miss wasn't it because I mean I always check my change before I leave the store right yeah. that's right it's, right it's, there it's so old school
2: because we we didn't grow up with it and then mm-hmm. you know back in the day if your parent was about something they're gonna tell you about that mm-hmm. you know a lot of times because you was going in with day money yeah and you was right. gonna come back with all they damn change you know what I'm saying yeah. and now it's just so electronic you swiping and you
0: losing a little bit of essence, you know, of realness because it's, man. So, I mean, I, I really agree with, uh, like as in, you know, our society and education just in general, American society really teaches us how to be employees because I mean that the 1% is making these textbooks and things that so they want you to be able to work for us. Like we can't share this wealth, And so, you know, one of my favorite class classes in high school was business math. Like I felt the shit out of geometry. I was terrible at it. Right. But business math—I mean, we was in there doing taxes, teaching us how to buy stocks, teaching us how to balance checkbooks—a plus because it was like, oh, okay, now I can put the correlation to the numbers. So I think—and it makes more sense—and it makes way geometry. more sense. Like, I mean, I, I'm not using the isosceles triangle, <laughs> triangle or the Pythagorean theorem. Like, I'm not—I'm not using that shit like on, on a regular basis. Although oh, you probably are. So, 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 so what? But,
1: so what school did you go to? Because. I don't hear a lot of. Are they offering that to kids? Business math is that something that they're doing?
0: So I went to Ferndale High School, and that was the first time I ever heard of it. When I was so, at Benny, I never heard of it. No. I mean, even until no. I that's got the, the thing about private schools. They no did,
1: Ferndale's not a class. private school, but it's. A, well, no, I'm
0: talking about uh, I'm, at Benedictine
2: High. But uh, he uh, they, was they across
1: the road. He was with Caucasians, you know what I mean. You. So it goes back to what the subject is. He's getting an opportunity to take a class where a lot of us that are in the inner city is not even given as well, an option, and,
0: and and that muff- should be it should be a part of like curriculum, like DPS curriculum. Right. Like it should be a part of that. I, I will say this: like Ferndale is a mixed body of people, right? Like it might have been majority African American at a point, but. You know, it, it is a it's like Caucasian is, you know, uh, Arab American, Chaldean American. So, you know, I like I said, I had a decent body of teachers and students. I mean, the principal was a black man. And so I think he, you know, pushed for certain curriculums to be had in that school with the superintendent. I say
2: a we had a marketing class. And I know I, I guess it was different schools in the city. They may have, you know, a certain class they offered. But I know I had that and I had um Computer programming at Monfort, like it was the first year they did it. You know, Um, I think it back in the day, it depended on what DPS school you went to. You know, I think I had a a much better um, variety of classes once I got to a public school.
1: Well, I mean, but But, but I'm just thinking about the time that you're saying. What year did you graduate from high school? Oh, two. Okay, so I was out of college. By then. So mm-hmm. a lot of us missed out,
2: mm-hmm. you oh, yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: because yeah. you said that was their first year. You know what I mean? Like back in 96, they wasn't giving it to us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know they wasn't giving it to our parents. You know, they were right. still teaching them typing right. how to work. And what was it? Shop wow, classes yeah. that they had, oh, to take, well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know,
0: but even those are yeah. valuable skills that they don't teach. Absolutely. Day, yeah. Right. Like those are still. Valuable wealth building skill, which is gonna go into my next section, is
3: wait, before you do, do that. I think some of those skills don't need to be taught in school. Like, I think that that's a skill that uh, you know, as parents and as a community should be teaching our our kids, right? That's things that we should be doing to to help them be better, right? Like we should teach our kids how to balance a checkbook, right? Like Brunson was lucky enough to have a class that taught him that but we should be looking for resources to teach our kids that right because where it you know okay well I don't know how to do my taxes well let me find somebody who's (laughs) teaching how to do taxes right so I can take my kid and myself up there to learn how to do taxes I think we 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 depend on the education system to educate our, our to educate our kids a lot and they are failing right there's a big gap um and we need to be more focused on What's that gap? And what do we want our kids to learn so that they they have a better life? Right. Because we know. Right. We've seen see, this, this.
2: This is the thing. Though. Um, we didn't learn it. Our, you know, uh, not all of us, you know, did. You know, I know my folks didn't tell me I had to go learn the hard way. And I know it's so many that had to do the same thing. So would you rather offer it as a class and be like, hey, if you get it home, that's good. We, we going to enforce it at school and make it a grade to where you know it. I would rather like that because I'm
3: going to teach my kids and have them on how they credit right as soon as they hit hit the ground. But but I I, I, I totally see see, you learn. But like right now, like I'm saying, like we had that experience as kids, right? Like we had the experience what we what the gap is. We're sitting here and we're talking about like what we wish we would have learned. Right. Are we seeking the resources to have our kids learn that? Right. Oh, currently school. I know you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know okay. you are. And I, I know that most of the people on this phone are or all the people on this phone are doing that. But I'm just saying that that's I don't necessarily think it's a, a school thing, right? Like school is just one tool in the kids' tool belt. But we schools are another should, t-
1: schools should be there to help them with life lessons. I I, I don't know I if you with that. that, but why take calculus? Well, you could be learning taxes their mind are sponges you know what i mean like like i just mentioned about you guys talking about equity in the household at 40 it's harder to get it than it would be if somebody was teaching you at 17 and they have these young minds For longer than their parents do sometimes so why would you have them take geometry or calculus where half of them aren't even paying attention and allow them to learn something that they're actually going to use and utilize that's that's all i'm saying you know School is made for us not to be independent thinkers. But if you had a sense of what a credit score was, when they gave you that $1,500 at 18, it wouldn't became 3,200 because we didn't know any better. We barely know how to teach that lesson to our kids. We're, We're trying to check their credit, but do we really, really get what that means? No, I don't. I'm speaking for myself. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, it's some useless shit going on in school, like gym. And I'm not trying to be funny. They still fat asses, and they still fucking eating bad all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's just
0: me. I, I don't
3: know, but y'all, I could, I, I could never climb that goddamn rope. I was so I glad
0: it didn't have that bullshit. I could, I could. I didn't have a rope. you, Keenan. And, but Keenan was, like was like 190 there, bro. pounds, bro. Yeah, like I was 190 pounds, six and shit. shit. Yeah, I, could. Like, he I could. He just stood could, up. He just stood up, nigga. Nigga. Let's bet on it. Let's bet on it. No, nah, because if I got to do that I shit, I'm going to pay you. Because I ain't doing that bullshit. <laughs> I know I can't. <laughs> so, no. But if you want to hop in the pool and swim laps, I can swim laps. I can do that. I, just, I, I do will that. pay.
1: I will pay to see it. To what? see me, what? Climb a rope? See all you motherfuckers. I would do that
3: shit. I would do it. Nigga, I, I ain't got enough body strength to do that. My as upper body well. listen.
1: Listen,
0: my shit hurt nah. I'd be I'm trying to like, do a push up my, like, my my uh fucking RNG pussy popping. Nah, hey, bro, I can't. make it I, a you a
2: YouTube video.
0: I, oh, I, no. I ain't listen, going out, I'll
3: do it. We're too old to even attempt that. Listen, we're going to be in <laughs> yeah. pain for months. I'm not, I'm not doing do I'm doing that shit. I'll not do it. it. I'm not. Like I said, I'll swim laps, though. We can race in the pool. Kid ass keep talking, he do it. kid ass be I pain, would. too. I would. I, I would. Can get listen. up. Like, oh, my knee, my hey, knee, Hey, my listen, knee, I know
2: this nigga, nigga got, got a bad back. He going to get halfway and shit. Look, I got TAC cream, bro. We talking about a
0: Rope. A whole rope. A whole ass Yo, rope. Y'all get up
2: that bitch. Hands burning. Yo, you your, nigga, you,
0: nigga, you ain't worked that hard right. with your hands yeah. in that long, long yeah, time. I I ain't it, it. no calluses on the Look, man. Them motherfucking hands
3: soft like a lady. I, I he ain't got no hair. I think some, some gloves on. Three on.
0: times a day. He's sleeping with
3: gloves.
1: You can't put no gloves on. This is high school. We ain't no fucking gloves. Hey, man. Look here,
3: man.
2: Use a typer. It's 2020, man.
1: Typers don't know how to climb ropes.
2: Nah, man.
0: If you the same complexion <laughs> as the rope, you can't climb it. I set this nigga email account up, yeah. You can't climb <laughs> the rope. You can, you can tell a nigga how to do it, but you ain't going right. to do it. You can't do it. So, One day. Well, listen, let me move into my next part of this, which we talked about, and like what the education is. How do we create wealth uh, in the Black community? And more so, not only how do we, uh, or what do Black people need to do to create wealth in the Black community, but how do we also get investors to realize that there is worth in uh, in investing or bringing wealth into the community to invest in. So I'm going to start off with Mr. K. I'm going to start it with you. Like how do you, how do you how do we as the black community either bring in wealth, create wealth for our own selves but also help investors see that there's potential in our communities.
4: Um I think part of it is uh supporting our own businesses, showing where we're actually putting our money and what we Um, what we are actually interested in and what we uh, stand behind. So supporting those businesses and showing that we're putting our money toward our own community, then that's going to incline them to say, well, all that money they could have been using for us, they're using for their community. So let's invest in the community so that we can get a piece of that pie. And then it actually winds up helping us and helping the people that are that are with that business or with
0: that uh community. So what's your thoughts?
4: Uh, so for me, I don't know. Do we
3: want outside money coming in to invest in into the into into our space? Or do we want to have our own money circulate through the community, right? And and do it that way. Cause like when when you owe somebody, they own your ass, right? Like that, you know what I'm saying? So like do we want the people, the one percenters to come in and say, okay, you know what black people, we're going to give you money to start your businesses. Right. Um, and, and now they own more shit in our community because we can't pay it back. Right. They come up with some rinky dink plan that says, well, we're going to give you a 50 year loan and we're going to charge you this amount of interest. And next thing you know, you're, you never own your business. You never own it right there's always some catch to every kind of dollar that you get right um except for like some grants, but there's always a loophole the reason why people don't get grants is because there's freaking a lot of paperwork associated with it but um but i think i think for the just to gain black wealth i think that we need to we need to start thinking outside the box and build businesses that first that don't necessarily have that's in the black community, right? Like let's build shit, build stuff that we can bring, bring the other people money into our community through us. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if I know that, um, if I know there's a shortage in electricians, maybe I should become an electrician because there's not going to be too many electricians out there that, that Sarah Sue can use. Right. So I'm going to get Sarah Sue money. I'm going to get that money and I'm going to spend it right into my community, circulating that money around in the community, bringing their money into our community is, is the one thing that we need to make sure that we do bringing the, bringing the money in the community, not through loans or, or grants, but through businesses that we have formed, you know what I'm saying? And, and going into their community, being black excellence and say, you have no choice, but to use me. I'm the best, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, that's what I think we need to get to. I'm the best. And like, yeah, there's a, there's a white guy that you want to use, but I'm the best. I do better work. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, you know, I was, I I work for a company and that's their kind of their, their thought process, right? Like, like, you're going to pay a little bit more money for me because I'm the best, right? Like I'm the, I'm going to give you the best service. I'm gonna give you the best stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. These other guys are going to give you the same thing, but mine's the best. And so I think that that's what we need to move towards. If we move towards a black excellence, we we do all this stuff around blackness and things like that, but we really need to talk about black excellence and that in every facet of the thing, right? Customer service. Don't give attitude, you know, uh, show up on time, complete the work, do it right. Be responsible for your work. If something goes wrong, fix it. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't let, like, and that's where that person, Sue Sue Homemaker will tell Betty Homemaker the same thing. Hey, I got this good guy that can do this work.
0: You know what I'm saying? It won't even it won't be that black guy. It'd be this guy. So, but what do you say to the business that has black excellence and still is failing to bring in income from outside of their community? Like, how do you they get? Need, they need to
3: go. They need to go to that community. And but show. what if they are
0: going to that community and showing, and they're still just not reciprocating into their business folks. Right. Like they still have black skin, regardless of how great you may be. You still got black skin at the end of the day and it can be a barrier. So that's what I'm saying. Like if we're going to
3: use the using they use against us, get you get you a white man to do your sales pitch. Hire a white guy. Okay. Do this. Do do, this, do the shit they do to us. They do the same thing. They put us on the front of uh, front of uh, cover girl and stuff like that. And then we stupid enough to go out there and be like, oh, that's going to work for my skin because so-and-so is marketing cover girl. Mm-hmm. That is not what, like, do the same shit they do to us. Like, True. you know what I'm saying? Like, use their marketing techniques against them. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the tricks that they have played on us for years. Let's use the same tricks on them to get what we need to get to bring our the money into our community. If if you are if you selling if you are a baker and I don't know why you going a baker uh or floors you're and black owned floors, Man, huh? You hungry? Say, <laughs> make your I'm about to make some cookies. He wants me. some sky edible <laughs> cookies. That's what he want. <laughs> Right. If you if you are floors and you the black owned shop, make your delivery person white.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like well, it, so it don't, you, don't gotta, you, you don't you don't got to be because I was going to tell you that with your appraisal, right? Because I read an article the other day where the black woman got a appraisal It was an interracial family and she got an appraisal and it was like a hundred thousand dollars less than what her home was actually appraised for. And so what she did was stuck down all her pictures of her and her black son and it just left the white father up there and they ended up getting a hundred dollars, thousand dollars more in the estimate. And this was in mm-hmm. Florida for that home. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to tell you about that appraisal. Like, well, maybe, you know, your house was just too colored. Mm-hmm.
3: You was too black. My house don't got no
0: pictures on it. Yeah, yeah. But you can tell they got black favor in there. They probably opened up the cabin and seen seasoned salt, regular salt, <laughs> garlic salt. <laughs> <laughs> That's just with salt in it. It just Franks hot sauce. Yeah, You know, they just seen way too many color signs. So rims on your car. You know, it just, you know.
3: Air Force Well, wise. you know, you know, you know what's funny? I don't I've never had a black appraiser. That's something that we're missing out on.
0: I only knew a one, two. That was a black appraisal, but I mean, yes, there's a lot. See, that's my thing there's a lot of industries out there where we are e- either one to none in that industry or very few. I won't say none, but we're very few in those industries, like appraisers, like adjusters, like you know, um, bankers. You know, we are very few when it comes to. Being in power or being in the knowledge of having these different, you know, jobs and 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 abilities out there. You know, I was on a call this work at this week at work, and it's just like, man, it's so many these developers and these people out here getting the bag and getting money, and it's just like, I know I can get several brothers. You know, if we just had that opportunity or knowledge of it, you know, had that passed down to us, I know I can get several brothers in here and we should be doing this. Like Smitty said, black excellence, like promoting ourselves to bring in the money from outside the communities into our communities instead of the vice versa, where the black dollar, you know, is one of the higher spent dollars in the the country. What is it, a trillion dollars a year or something like that that comes from the black community that goes elsewhere, but only maybe five to three percent of that goes back into the black community. So I definitely agree with Smitty where we need to start pulling in money from not only within ourselves to recycle that, but also (laughs) pulling in from other communities. Like what what are some of your thoughts in regards to creating black wealth?
1: It's it's funny you said that because I like today I found out that a trillion dollars is a million, one million dollars. And when you hear it like that, it is definitely a shame that we do contribute too much that much into the economy. Um, I was thinking about collaboration. Uh, One of the things that I personally try to push is that we all have room at this table and this table is huge enough for us all to sit at because the universe is infinite. Um, You don't have enough people that's doing the same thing, um, collaborating together and building a business. So like I don't really have anything against like all the girls who have a boutique or those who sell bundles and stuff, for example. But why not get together and make it a superstore, a, a, a department store, or a, another black-owned beauty supply? You know, why is it so much competition? It shouldn't always have to be that because if we're working together, can put those dollars together and collaborate and make it better for pricing like um smitty said something about being able to charge more because you are excellent but coming from the corporate world we all know that corporations get tax breaks and that's why they can do things for cheaper because they are a whole entity of multiple businesses, you know, or subsidiaries or this, that, and the other, or the size that they are. And I don't get why more people don't get together and do those things. Secondly, we keep talking about this Black community, but those who could really impact the community has left the community. Mm-hmm. So y'all know sure. I'm a, I'm an advocate for people living in the city of Detroit. It, it bothers me that the only way that most people who can really economically affect the city chose to leave the city for their various reasons. And I won't hurt anybody's feelings on this panel. Um,
4: <laughs> can tell us the truth. Us.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, now, I mean, I think it, it's fear. I this think is, it's like Fuck your feelings. Like, this I think ain't I think you guys do it to protect your own wealth as an individual instead of staying here and using what you can build to build around you. So when we talk about the black dollars circulating in the community, even if there was a business here and you came here and you spent your dollars or that person who owned the business, nine times out of 10 is going to take his money to the suburbs. And that's where his dollars are going to circulate. He's not going to pay his taxes here. No, he's not or any, any their city but you know I, what i mean so, so
0: and, and it's because of the fact it's, it's kind of a catch 22 in the sense that i would love to build up my community but my community in order for me to build it need to have me something for me to be there to build with and
1: exactly it, it,
0: and because there's no resources a for me myself or for my kids then it's not beneficial in the end because at, at, the first goal is self-preservation right that's darwin's theory your first pre- self-preservation, and so for me and mine, I can't go where the public schools are rated ninety-eight out of hundred worst schools in the in the, in the state. Right. I can't go where there's no no growth industry, no business industry. Like the one industry we have is felon, that the, the entire market is nothing but service, where you know there's no economic gains. But with that said, that is exactly you're you're right. Like that is exactly why our communities have boarded up houses and have a uh, lack of wealth dollars and tax dollars. And, and also contribute to our schools. Like if you go on Zillow right now, if you put up a list of all the school, all the higher tax brackets and all the good schools, they pretty much correlate with each other, right? Absolutely. Like the higher your tax bracket is, you know, the schools are going to be good because that's why your taxes are so high. Cause that's money going into there. But in Michigan, Detroit, for whatever reason, those taxes are still some of the highest. But yet the schools are right, some of the worst. No so
1: but that's because of the the amount of people that's here.
0: This is true. You know what I mean? And yes, it, yes.
1: it, that's a, if if every house in the hood was occupied, then the school system would we'll be better tax. because you would have more people there if people were paying their taxes. And they instead we have the flight and yeah. you we don't even have a million people here. You know, uh, it's not it's it's, it's it's bad. It, it may be like less than a half a million. Where this city is built for almost quadruple, I mean, triple that amount in population. It was built for that, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was a black dynasty. And those who was building this dynasty did not want to live next to a a, a regular old ninja, which I get. You know what I mean? I just get I just think when you talk about this conversation, it's going to be a continuous circle because those of you who could help aren't here to help.
0: Yeah, and I think bringing those people back would probably be the start, in my eyes, as one way to build wealth in Black communities or building. Y'all up letting the white
1: people come back. The white people are doing it now.
0: The <clears throat> white are. people
1: are building the gardens. They're they're making the hood better and safer. You know, it's not Black people.
0: So, well, okay, so I'm Mr. Keys, and I'm I'm gonna transfer over to you real quick. But I got to ask the question to everybody. Do y'all have a problem with gentrification if it's done right? Anybody, whoever wants no,
1: to No, I don't. Because I want my son to have, I want him to live around the best. And some of us, I mean, being a single parent does not afford me to move so far away and try to just build a life with just me and my son with no additional help from my family. So I love the fact that I can be educated and take my son someplace in the city that is interracial where people are just happy and dogs are playing and mm-hmm. people are skipping and running and riding their bikes. A normal life. It. It, it, it's, it's normal. It's normalized. And if that means that we're all going to live together, fuck it. It's not my fault that they had to push out all the crackheads. I apologize for that statement, but that's not my fault. You did crack.
0: Uh, King, which is whack.
1: That's okay, what I hear about
2: uh about the wealth gap or about
0: all. Oh, so let's start off with what's your thought about gentrification if it's done right, and then go into your thoughts about how do we create wealth and you know um and have more investment in the black community.
2: Gentrification, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, it's it's the world we all mixed up here in this country anyway. So you know what I'm saying. Um, as long as see as long as things are good, that's really our only concern. That's really should be, I should be able to live and have good opportunities. Next, man, that's really like, that's it, you know? So as long as it's done right, like what Lake said, yeah, that's that's what's up. And then about the wealth gap, I mean, I feel like we don't really um, help each other nowadays, you know? Like, um, let's say it's the five of us. Um, Lake knows how to cook her ass off. Thanksgiving coming up. She's like, man, you know, I, I, I could get us about 10 racks. All we got to do is put in, you know, a grand, you know, let's ante up. And then we uh task off, make this bread. You know, we should all be down for that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to help her and it's going to put some bread in our pockets. And then we move on to the next project. Kay may have some. Smitty may have some. I may got some. You know what I'm saying? Bronson. So I feel like we need to have that. On in our community. So if you know somebody that's a good mechanic and, and everybody you fucking with, they have to be on some 100 shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't fuck with my man's around the corner that know how to do it, but you know, this motherfucker on crack or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you got to be with like-minded folk, but I feel like investing in each other and um, helping each other. We all could come up, you know, to eventually we all got our own shit and we helped each other um i feel like that's what we need that's uh from the uh, ground floor and then it could be ours you know
0: okay uh Smidian, i'm gonna start off with you well no i'm gonna start off with Lake because i don't like you ain't started off yet but let me ask you this would you like to see any help from the government to help reestablish wealth in the black community and and this is Whatever, however, those dollars come, it could be in the form of reparations, right? Which I don't even think that's a real option. But y'all, y'all, let me know if y'all feel like reparations are a real option. But what what kind of funding would you see, or or any funding at all from the government to help build Black communities?
1: I do not think reparations is an option, and I really that really hurts that it isn't because we're still due. I I, I will I will die. Um, feeling like the United States of America owes African-American descendants what they promised. And it would have made life a lot easier for my grandparents and my parents if they were do what they were owed, you know, and that really comes down to like the land more so than anything. If we were given land, which is gold in this um, country, that we would have probably had more opportunity to build things um, because we are a great people. You know, with that land is so so much would have been done if people would have been given their just um justice. I do believe if they cannot pay us back in that form, it should be in the option of education because we know that African-American men first, then women have the highest debt associated to higher education. And that's like either imprisonment or keeping you behind. We And I don't even want to encourage my son to go to a four-year university if that means that he will still be my age paying that bill and probably die with that bill. They, they could make an a lot easier for people to not start their lives with one foot in the ground, but at least make sure that they're at a grounded level mm. where they can at least take off and run. Because if we're giving grounds, giving ground zero, Black people will make it work. It's right. just that when we feel like we're being buried constantly, that's when shit goes away. So they they could ante up that at, at minimum, Make that happen, okay,
0: Smitty. What are your thoughts?
3: I think that the all right, Smitty.
0: Thank you for your no. I ain't did that in a long time. (laughs) You haven't. (laughs) I haven't did a long time. I had to get every episode.
3: You do it. I didn't do it last episode.
0: Yeah, you did. Um. Check go back and check. I'm gonna a clearly message. you don't listen to the podcast cuz I do cuz that's why I know I didn't hear it like when I was editing today. So nah.
3: So what I want to do, what I would like to do, I like to see the government bring money into the to black community or pay us reparations. Um of course I always want free money, but no, but honestly I think the government needs to really be about dedicating serious resources to improve the the situation among African-Americans in this country, right? Like there needs to be a serious effort to do it, whether it, whether they provide money in a form of easily obtainable grants for businesses, whether they provide money that's earmarked for a black excellence, mm-hmm. you know, there should be, there should be resources available. I shouldn't be out here trying to struggle to figure out, okay, well, I want to start a business, but I don't have the money to start a business because I got to take out a loan to start this business. Well, the government should be able to provide me a grant to be able to form that business and provide me the resources to help me further that business, right? So that it's not just solely I gave you the money and now you like, and I, and I fucked over the money. Just, just be honest. Let's say I fucked over the money. Right. Mm-hmm. You give me, you gave me, you said, listen, this business is going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars to run. Right. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And then I, I go, I got a hundred thousand dollars. I go out and buy shit. <laughs> I'm like, 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 okay. I don't really need a hundred thousand dollars to start me. I'm gonna start this shit for 50. Right. But if I got a resource and a guy I'm not seeing a, a regulator or somebody who tells me that dishes me the money out.
0: No, but like I'm a saying,
3: mentor, yeah, like a guide. Like, okay, you want to form a newspaper? Here's what we need to do to form a newspaper. Step one, you know, we need to do this. You know, are we doing this? Are we getting this on track? Are we, you know, checking in? things like that? Right? Help me form that thing. So when that new, when that that thing is up and running, you know, they can move on. But I think that's the one thing that we have. We all talked about like the lack of uh, education that we have received in high school and in in certain schools that we don't know how to do that. We don't know how, we don't know what a credit score is or how to break that credit score down. And I think that there's a great resources out there that can help us through this. And, you know, but like nobody, like if I go to a person that's that's wealthy and say, you know what, I want to start a business. I need you to help me well, you need to have at least $500,000 in the bank before I even talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of times what happens, you know what I'm saying? And there's no way I'm going to ever save a $500,000 right off rip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I got
0: student loan debt that I'm paying, which Lake alluded to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's happen. like a million dollars worth of student loan debt on this car right now. Or mm-hmm. A lot. lot want some <laughs> million, but it's definitely over half. So, um, okay, so thank you. I just you, want sir. that money. To, I just want the
3: government to provide affordable, like easy grants. I don't even want, I, I don't even want loans. I don't mm. want none of that. I want to give you a fair equal ground and I don't necessarily need the government to provide it on, uh, you know, in, in, in lump sums. I could you can even say, listen, we'll grant you a hundred thousand dollars, but these are your checkpoints. Right. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, I spend the money lo- along with my, you know, with my help, with my mentor, I Spend the money a little bit, you know, and I make sure I stay on track to get that business, that business up and running. I'm self-sustaining, like Keenan said. I don't really need to rely on the government. I own something and and we move on. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And I and I'm not saying that everybody's gonna get it. I'm not gonna say everybody's gonna be the going to get a business. Everybody don't have an business. I you know, as a black owner, I need workers too. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I need to be able to brain, I need to be able to work. So everybody won't be a business owner, but It should be it should not be hard for me to get access to
0: money that I need to to be sustainable. Mr. K, what's your thoughts?
4: Um, Similar to what Smitty was saying. um, I believe that the key thing is for us to have that foundation to show that we have that foundation in our business. And then to I wouldn't want the government to start our foundation because then that's part of them kind of trying to claim ownership of it. I want us to have our own ownership and have that foundation. And then if they're, if they are offering assistance, it's they're building off that foundation. So they're saying, well, you reach this goal and we'll match what, what you're making plus that so that you still have a foundation. You still have ownership of that business and no one can take that from you. And then you can show that you're showing that your business has equity. You're showing your business can sustain and you can build upon it. And the more wealth that you build upon it, the more they'll be able to fund you and help you to help you grow and match those larger firms or those larger businesses that try to, you know, competitors that competitors will try to um, outdo you or run you out of business. And so those, that type of funding can also help keep going out of business and maintaining that. Foundation.
0: Thank you, sir. Um, so, I, you know, I kind of agree with um, everybody. I, I w- will want the government to come in and, you know, help revitalize some of our communities with grant dollars, with funding, with, you know, maybe, you know, help building in that mentorship sort of guidance from you know, different organizations or elite organizations of that industry to help build communities. One of my things is, and, and I kind of alluded to it with gentrification earlier, with my question is, I would like to see equitable development in black and brown communities to help bring in dollars and wealth back to the communities. And and why I say that is because to me, I, I agree with everybody else that said, gentrification, if done right, it, I, I have no problem with I have no problem with people coming in who wants to live in the community, help bring back the luster of said community, but keep in mind or keeping in in their forefront that we're not going to push the culture of that community out. A lot of times what happens is people come in and what used to be a hangout spot, you know, like Belal or, you know, us, you know, hanging out and gathering as folks now becomes a dog park, and we can't access it because X, Y, Z reasons, right? Like, don't push out the culture of like the 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 musicians that's in the neighborhood or the artists or what that community is known for. Simply to have a Starbucks in the community garden, right? Like, it, that's that that's not a good trade off to me. So, if gentrification is 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 helping bring in resources, then by all means, I'm I'm for anyone coming into our communities to make it better, to make it safer, to make it more for my, me and my family. I think, like like I said, I think the government coming in with grants, you know, like I I don't want anybody owning anything. We've already had a a tremendous amount of issues with them coming in and owning majority of our communities and, and those dollars not coming to the black, back to create black wealth. I feel like if you can have those grants or at least just Put it in, in plain sight, right? You know, like we can see it, you know, we're more more readily available. And it, and it is upon us as a black community to do our research and to bring it back to the hood and say, hey, guess what? Did you know you can go up on 69th and they got a whole building there that do nothing but teach you how to do small business loans and how to do your taxes? Or it teach you how to create an LLC and you know help write things off. So I think those would be great things for the community and coming back to the community to help build them up. And I wouldn't happen the problem to happen to see government involved in that sort of way. I wouldn't want it any more involved than that, though. Like, hey, you know, we're gonna help. Our goal as a government, because we succeed if all of us succeed, is to take the one percent and say, hey, on top of building into this grant fund as a tax write-off, you got to donate X amount of hours to help see 10 businesses to see within a, 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 period, a period of time. I think that would be more valuable, like the experience, education, and those resources would be definitely valuable for the community. So that is pretty much my piece. Anybody got any last thoughts? Any questions?
1: I have a thought and a question, I think, however it comes out. Um, I think maybe we need to start evolving and changing the way we look at the black community, you know, because our sense in the physical sense will never be that way again. I don't know if I really want it to be that way. Mm-hmm. I think we're moving into a world where um the community should be made up of people who work together and build. Mm-hmm. You know, like I um we have a Caucasian family moving in across the street and I live in the hood of hoods. You know what I mean? I would love it if my son and their son grew up in this area and they just knew this as their neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And when we walk and when we talk about um, the black community, we talk about it more as a um, figuratively, you know, as a way that we're all, like we're working together to do this show from different places around the United States. And we're having this candid conversation for every black person, mm-hmm. not just here in Detroit or Chicago or Texas, but we're doing this for our community, you know. And so, I think the the neighborhood gardens are helping, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. The Starbucks, I would I wish to see um, more black owned coffee shops and things of that nature, you know what I mean. But we still get back into service. But I don't really have a problem with seeing chains coming to. This area, let me say, because that's what we're lacking. We're lacking that chain money, those big dollars, you know. But that's just me. I also went to Catholic school.
0: No, I mean, I did. I think everybody on here went. No, 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 not everybody. But us three went to Catholic. I went to public school. We went to the same Catholic school. (laughs) That's three. But I I totally agree. Also a genius. Don't big him up any more than he already. His head is already big. You see how big? He got a fire head already. So don't I, no, don't. I, I am not Be
1: stuffy. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not a genius, but thank <laughs> you for thinking <laughs> that though. But I, you know, like I agree <laughs> with late. Like Chief, I, I agree yeah. with having change in our community. But with that said, I think we need to be like, as a community, we need to attend more community. Like we need to create community blocks. Or, or community, um, um, I want to say block parties, but not block like organizations so that we, we come in and when investors come in, we can hold them accountable and make sure they have CBAs for like their apartment structure. They want to throw up. So make sure that five to 10% of those houses in that CBA is going to be for affordable housing and make sure that those chains that come in aren't given, you know, stupid, you know, tax-free exempt, you know, uh, leases that they get to sign, you know, I, I signed a 99 year lease where I pay a dollar a month in taxes or some ill shit like that, because now that just still hurts the community more and more and more. Like we don't receive money. Kind of like what the, the city did to the, uh, to the state of Michigan selling Belle Isle for pennies on a dollar. And now they have a, you know, ownership of Belle Isle, which was a good money maker, traffic up and in and out. And, but we're not receiving or Detroit is not receiving those dollars because of that. So
1: I think well, that, that's a that's a bad example, though, because for those of us who are here now, we have a state park that is not consist of people hanging out and drinking. People are out there enjoying themselves. So I know it's not the dollar isn't going into the city, but the value of a day at Bilal has changed tremendously for a lot of families. So, you know. So I I like I I am happy they gave it up. So I I I'm, I'm so I'm sorry.
0: No, I was going to say I like it in the sense that it has a state park, but I don't like it in the fact that the city, the state of Michigan sold f- stole 500 million dollars from the city of Detroit and refused to pay it back and so all you did was steal more valuable resources from a dying community to big up the state. And so yes, we get that uh, we get that more value, more economic or more friendly environment. But at the same time, the city is constantly losing because of it.
3: Well, well, I think that's the city's fault though. Like that's their dumbass fault for making that deal, right? That's that. That's that damn Indian you know, Louisiana purchase
0: deal, right? Um, well, not really, because they was under state management at the time they that made that deal, right? But they, but i but they, the people should they should people should have protested. The people should have made
3: it. The, like this is the thing: the city should have been charging to get on Bill Isle from the get go. Right, Right. the city that would have been money for the city. The city should have had nice cap it up. The city let shit go, right? They take the they take the funding away from shit in the city that the city needs to do to bring people into the city, right? Mm -hmm. Right. If you had a nice park in a city like the the Bell Isle, people from the suburbs would come to Bell Isle, right? Regardless of where they live, they'd be like, "Well, shoot, let's go to Detroit and go to Bell Isle. I don't got to go in the city and see the rest of the city. I go to Bell Isle." and bring that money in. The city fucked that up, right? Right,
1: because now they're there. We have a nature park, and we have the gardens, and we have the aquarium, you know, and when you walk in there, unfortunately, it's less of us, mm-hmm. you know, but I like it.
0: But mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I will argue, I'm not saying the city didn't fuck it up, and Coleman a. Young, before where he was mayor, had a hell of a plan for Belial to make it almost as a, a park where people gather and pay to get in. And so the city, yes, like us as the people in the city, with our voting power, let things slide or didn't hold ourselves accountable or didn't try to bring in investors. But at the same time, with the state owning the money, sit holding money, only owing money to the city caused the city to fail. I disagree with that. People owe money all the time. Like
3: $500,000 for a city pay budget me back. like that.
0: I wouldn't be broke <laughs> if you paid me back. I don't
3: disagree. My mother always said that, right? You listen, as long as people you owe you money you ain't broke, right? You ain't broke. Uh but um but I I I just think the city made some bad choices and we put these we put these people in place because we didn't know no better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and then it, it takes this it, I'm a, I'm going to go with the the thing that we always do we we elect a white savior, Mike Duggan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to save us, right? And he does the shit that he, he 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 doing the shit that he know. I'm bringing my people back, right? I'm pushing you out, bringing my people back. And and I and I think that um I think that we need to be very strategic about the shit to do. And then when we, give in, when we, when we are giving shit, and we we'll to quote my favorite movie, we fuck it up, right? Like the casino, right? You can't, you can't give people shit. They fuck it up. Kwame would have been great for the city, right? But Kwame came in there as fucking, <laughs> like, drug lord
0: and, and was doing shit that he wasn't supposed to do because Kwame had the backing. No, the no, 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 no. Don't do that to Kwame. Kwame was doing shit every other uh, politician did the only difference is he forgot the fact that he was getting too big for his britches and the fact that he was black so he needed to be more strategic all right you can't steal more, you can't <laughs> steal more his, what?
1: Exactly. his britches his britches I will tell you this um, I don't know if you guys know but like Duggan worked it out with a lot of the larger corporations that moved into the city mm-hmm. where they are giving business grants to minority businesses mm-hmm. you know um, I'm happy to be one of the people that actually see it. We just don't like the area that we're seeing it in mm-hmm. because it's expanding from the downtown area. Mm-hmm. But like if you go back into midtown and um off Woodward, you'll start to see things starting to begin to look how it looked when we were kids, like 30. 30 years ago, um, 25 years ago, those businesses are coming back and it is the rock financials that are made to give a certain amount of money away to minority businesses. So they can grow, you know, and I think that was a power move by Duggan, you know, to keep him where he is. I I don't want to call him a savior, but it was a hell of a great idea. You know
0: what I mean? So I think it's kind of how, like Smitty said, right? Like, use their tactics against them. So I look at it as the city realizing that we needed help and we needed a re-imaging, brought in somebody who can bring in these companies and these investors who is doing a great, he's doing a better job. I know there's a right. ton of people that I know that I used to rock with who to this day vehemently hate Mike Duggan for whatever reasons. But, you know, to me, I mean, things are changing. Like you said, like like things in that downtown, midtown is starting to grow out. Like that area where, um, you know, uh, what do I want to call it? I want to say Hobo Central, but you know, that that corridor area where over there by oh. you know NSC, it's starting to prove up. Mac right? like, and Third. Yeah, so it's starting to prove up. Like it's, it's 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 starting to build out. Granted, do we need to see it on Mac and Bewick? Do we need to see it on in the Seven Mile? Do we need to see it on? Uh, you know, McNichols and Finkel and all these other areas throughout the city. Would we like to see it first. Yes. But you are starting to see a change. You're starting to see change and change coming to the city that we didn't have before. So, you know, I think it's going, you know, I think, I think him coming in is helping to bring more dollars. I mean, and obviously like Smitty always say, like we, as ourselves as a community need to get out and vote and we need to pay attention to our vote and what we're voting for. And like, you know keeney's talked about early with the millage we need to pay attention to our proposals and things like that to help you know make sure we are getting what our community deserves so with that said i'm going to end it here thank you everybody um who are on the call lake smitty mr k king keys aka hot spots i appreciate y'all for being on the call um go ahead and do y'all shout out so i'm gonna start with you Lake. do your shout out for your what you got going on
4: Hey, what's
1: going on? Um, I'm doing the photography thing and I don't want to call it a thing. It's definitely a movement. Um, So you guys can check me out on Facebook and Instagram at Lake B Essence. Um, I'm taking bookings as much as the bookings take me. And I'm not giving any percentage um, discount if you mention this Fuck Your Feelings (laughs) podcast. (laughs) You pay to play.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, King Keys ain't this nigga in it.
1: Yeah, he, where's he he at? He he right there. He just forget to take his shit off mute. Hey, Kenan, hello, hotspot. Hey, how y'all doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't come here sexy now, Nikki, You've been on, look, look, 30 seconds
4: and everything I gotta do. this This nigga had
3: that
0: heroin rock, like. Yeah, he did. He was... Yeah, next phrase. Next phrase. You gonna okay. get that... You gonna put that monkey on your back and get an organ grinder? <laughs> you gonna put that monkey to work?
3: <laughs> I, okay, thought, so I okay. thought I was watching... I thought I was watching Green <laughs> President <laughs> Oh, you did.
2: Okay. So, look. Sky Edibles. I know you want some edibles, man. Look here. The holidays about to be coming up. I know you want to be fucked up. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Look here. I got some Christmas badges I'm, I'm gonna be doing. I mean... Get at me if you uh, mention fuck your feelings. Why are you laughing, cat If you mention fuck your feelings as a promo, I give you twenty percent off. We got some good things coming up. We got the uh, peach cobbler about to be back in rotation. All your warm desserts, yeah, it's about to go down. Apple pie, yeah, yeah. Get at me, Ew.
4: <laughs> Why did you make it sound warm? This nigga say Christmas, I- Christmas warm- vegetables. <laughs> He said Christmas uh,
2: vegetables. I, I think he said
4: baskets. 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 I, I, I heard that. Clean the tissue rolls out your ears, bad.
2: partner.
4: All right,
0: Mr. K, yeah. Yeah, what's up?
4: Yeah.
2: Valore. So, uh, i say Valour.
4: Check out Valor Clothing Store for all your latest fly apparel. Why are you saying it <laughs> like that? Valor. <laughs> check all right. out Valor all right, Christmas Are vegetables. your
2: fly uh, clothing.
0: <laughs> Would you friendship. let this man finish? we trying to
4: get out of here. I told them to so be are out here. Right Christmas about? vegetables. <laughs> Valorclothingstore.com on IG and also on Facebook. Check out Valor <laughs> Clothing Store. I got you Christmas vegetables. All right,
0: it's, I'm going to let Smitty uh, do our clothes out this time. Smitty, do our clothes out for our uh, Uh, our socials come on hurry hurry up you do the social Uh, media so I gotta let the social media man do the socials uh,
3: so uh, follow us on IG uh, Twitter uh, fuck underscore yo wow feelings um, and follow us on Facebook at Brunson Smitty um, for uh, to keep up with our everyday uh, podcast and things like that Um, and then if you got any uh, questions you want to email us? Uh, the email address is thepodcast.fyf at gmail.com. Uh, so if you do email us questions, we are wearing air all the time. And it is pretty clear there's no unread messages, so you can get them and get right to the top. Uh.
0: And we love to read them on the show. So hit us up. Um, Also, too, coming soon, you know, Mm -hmm. we are going to start doing some uh, Facebook live, Instagram live um, videos so we can have communications with you, our lovely listeners and fans. So, you know, hit us up. Check us out when we get on there. Um, Again, thank you, Smitty, for all the hard work. Thank you, everybody, for being on the podcast. Um, Please check us out. Listen to us. And as always, fuck your feelings. One.